I want you to think tonight about what Mary and Joseph went through in the nine months between when the angel told Mary, you're going to have a kid, and the night the baby was born. All right? We all know nine months from conception to delivery, generally. So I have a few PowerPoint slides. This is really loud, I think. So I'm going to go through them once and just kind of highlight the story very quickly. And then I'm going to go through them again. And it's up to you to look and think about what's going on as I present some of the ruminations that might have been happening at that time. Okay? So first is the Annunciation. This is when the angel comes to Mary and says, you're going to have a kid, and yeah, you're not really married, but that's okay. It's going to be the Son of God. And Elizabeth is six months pregnant, so go figure out what that means. And Mary says, okay, uh okay. So Mary goes to see Elizabeth. She thinks about going. She goes. After she arrives, stuff happens. And then she goes back to Nazareth. Then we hear about Joseph from the Gospel of Matthew. He hears that Mary is pregnant and has to figure out what he's going to do about that. Right? Then the angel comes and says, no, don't do what you're going to do, do something else. And then the decree from Caesar Augustus, all the world has to go to be taxed. Okay, now what? We've got to go down to Bethlehem from Nazareth. What does that mean? Now they get to Bethlehem. They have to get to Bethlehem. What is that like? The birth, baby's born. And shepherds come to visit that night, right? So, I I, I would say close your eyes and listen, but you can't close your eyes and see what's going on. (laughs) But you can try it and then see if you can follow along. This was not going to be easy. Yes, my people have been watching and waiting for the hero king who would come and save them from those who seek to suppress them. Every woman would be honored above all to be known as the mother of this man. But matrimony should precede motherhood. To go the other way around is a capital offense. And this is my fate? How can this be? Spending a few months away from town might help. Tending to someone else in better yet likewise bewildering circumstances would at least take my mind off the impending issues. To be barren, beyond bearing ability. To be past the prime of life and then to know the joy and pain of pregnancy. What does this portend? What do our futures really hold? Will she understand? How will I explain my situation? Will she rejoice or judge? 
Oh, to hear her exclamation as I made my presence known. How did she know what is happening to me? I came to leave those worries behind me, and now to learn they preceded me. But my heart is full of joy, nearly unspeakable, but yet so full and sure that I cannot contain it. This is truly nearly beyond belief. What a wonderful three months. What a beautiful, strong son she has. She is blessed. And so am I. Now, what do I say to my own beloved? How will he take this news? For he will know very soon what has befallen me, whether I tell him or not. Or will someone else have already spoken to him? I'm a righteous man, and I do truly love her, but this is beyond the bounds I am prepared to keep. I know what the harsher men will say and do. I do not wish for that. But things cannot continue as they are. There are those who are not so strict. They will understand. They will help me get the paperwork I need to formally end this relationship without ending lives. These are indeed strange times. The sights and sounds that surround me in my sleep. I am a righteous man. I will hold to my faith and do what I must. I will protect her and provide for her. But she will not fully be my wife until the child is born. There is something sacred here that I dare not dilute. She must remain pure and innocent. Well, this is really nothing new. We have seen the lunacy of leadership before in others, and now we must change our lives to benefit Roman rule. It is not a new journey. We've been that way before. But not quite like this. In these conditions, and for an unknown duration, a relocation. Work will be relatively easy to find, but a place to live? I expect that will be a bit harder. The walking is difficult, especially as my time draws near. My husband is helpful and ever so tender. I am blessed to have him. He has many relatives in town, and I have a few too. Some arrangements were discussed and decided on the way here, but with so many arriving so quickly, there is still much to be determined. Who knows how many are expecting to stay at our preferred place? In other circumstances, even only a year ago, this would have been an enjoyable time, even with a bustle of bodies in crowded conditions. So many family and friends sharing life for a few days. But now, with what has happened in the last year, and with an undecided duration, this might be a permanent move. Things are very different.
Oh, my time is at hand. The space we should have is simply not available. Not enough time to make room for everyone and everything. We cannot turn out all the others, so we must seek space apart to the stable. The animals do not mind nearly as much as the family, and a lot of birthing has happened here before. I am glad I am not alone, that many are available to help. I have witnessed birth before and even assisted in some. How will mine be? I am ready to be delivered, to be relieved of bearing this burden. I am blessed, but I will be more so once this boy is born. Is it over? Is he out? Yes. The pain is subsiding and the joy is rising. Yes, there is my sweet baby boy. And hungry. Oh, such loud cries. This is motherhood. This is good. Odd. It seems I can see better now than when we first entered the stable. It is not day yet. It was only dusk when we arrived. Maybe motherhood enhances the eyesight too. Now to rest while my wee one sleeps. What? Who? Who are these men? They are shepherds. Do we need to move again now to make room for the sheep? No? Oh. Yet again, my situation is made known without my saying a word. Angels in the sky and in glorious splendor. That might explain the brightness I saw earlier. So they know who my baby is, the one who will save us, rescue us, and deliver us. In a way, it is a relief to know that I will not have to speak of who he is and wonder if people will believe me. It is truly a joy to know that our Redeemer and Deliverer is here and that I was chosen to bear and deliver Him. But what burden will this bring? What will happen as He grows? Will I need to tell Him who He is? Or will someone else tell Him for me, as has been the case with my cousin? and husband, and now these shepherds. Who else is being told? Will they all believe and rejoice as these have? Father, you sent your deliverer as a baby. You came to us in human form. You took on our flesh, though not our sinful nature. So you can experience all that we experience. And you can suffer as we suffer. And you can die as we should die. 
sensing that separation from God into which we were born. But you redeem us and save us from our sin. And we rejoice and give you thanks. Help us now to go and spread the news that our Savior is here, our Deliverer has come, and we can be redeemed and rejoice and live with you forever. Amen.